Welcome to the podcast from the Diocese of Jefferson City. My name is Jacob Leakey. For the next few months, our podcast is going to focus on a specific topic, the spirituality of stewardship. Each of the next four episodes will discuss one of the four pillars of stewardship, which are hospitality, prayer, formation, and service. Today we will discuss hospitality and what that means within the framework of our church and our work to be good stewards of God's gifts. Joining me to talk about hospitality is our Diocesan Director of Stewardship, Father Stephen Jones. Now, before we get into the specifics of hospitality, it's probably best to start with a reminder about what stewardship means to us as Catholics. It's a message Father Jones has been working to share across our diocese. The definition that we're using for stewardship is one that's really intentionally chosen. Um, and each word has a lot of meaning to it. Um, and it's one that we hope at some point everybody in our diocese, from the very tall to the very small, will really have imbued not only in their minds, but in their hearts and in their souls too. So uh, we're defining stewardship as the grateful response of a Christian disciple who recognizes and receives God's gifts and shares those gifts in love of God and neighbor. And so that means doing a couple of things that we're doing now, which is really kind of imbuing the spirituality of stewardship in our people, in our communities, having them understand uh, that they're called to discipleship. And as disciples, they're called to gratefully receive God's gifts and blessings and then share those gifts and blessings, um, everything they are and everything they have uh, back with the Lord. One aspect of this work involves uniting all of our parishes around the same tithing model. I mention this because a big milestone is about to happen in July, when all the parishes in our diocese will be using the same model. Father Jones described it as the way we use our gifts to support one another. You know, the way that parishes support the diocese, the way that people support the parishes, and the way that our diocese supports the larger sort of universal church. And so while we've always had that kind of support in our diocese, we always have. It's always been there. We're just kind of changing the way we did it, uh, or do it rather, um, revolving around this concept of the biblical tithe, which is the notion of 10% of one's first fruits, right? So asking people to give of their first fruits to the parish and to other worthwhile charities, uh, asking the parish to give of its first fruits to support the ministry and work of the diocese. And then asking the diocese to uh, give of its first fruits then uh, to support the work of the larger church. Um, so it's pretty simple and straightforward, pretty transparent. So come July 1, all of the diocese will be on that sort of nuts and bolts model of support based on the biblical tithe. Uh, we have a lot of work to do still as it pertains to implementing the spirituality of it. Uh, because unfortunately, and I understand why, sometimes we uh, still equate stewardship just with money. And certainly the support model that we're implementing, uh, which is just a different way of how we've done it in the past, revolves around money and support because we have to have money as part of who we are to make the church go round. Um, so while that will all be in place July 1, really the Office of Stewardship will then have to really even focus more on that spirituality and helping our pastors um, help their people to understand uh, what it means to be a disciple and a steward. And that's a good segue into what we are discussing today, hospitality and how that fits into stewardship. When we were planning this podcast series, 
Father Jones said it was important that hospitality was our first topic. Well, first of all, there's a reason why hospitality is the first pillar. Um, there was a bishop once who was very involved in stewardship who uh, had been presented these four pillars in a different order. And he asked his director of stewardship to put hospitality first. And the director of stewardship asked him, well, you know, your excellency, why hospitality first? Shouldn't prayer be first? And the bishop's response was, well, if you don't have folks in the pews, it's hard for them to pray, you know? And so hospitality is what it says it is. It's, it's welcoming. It's how do we provide an atmosphere in which people are engaged in the life of their parish, invited to be engaged, in which they feel welcome, in which they feel a part of the community, um, and in which they're fed. You know, we have a lot of folks who have left the church in recent decades. Um, and it's funny, if you look at those studies, and I, I can't quote them off the top of my head, but if you look at the studies that show why they left, a majority of them did not leave because of theological differences or some sort of bone they had to pick with the church. They left the church because they felt like they weren't being fed. Okay, And so we need to form parishes in which people feel like they're being fed. And how are you fed? Well, you're fed through the liturgy, through the Eucharist, first and foremost, right? Uh, you're fed through the preaching of the pastor um, spiritually, but you're also fed by how you feel um, and how you are received as a member of that community. And a hospitable parish is one that invites people into a deeper level of participation. And so if they're part of the parish and they're involved in the parish and they have buy-in in the parish, if they understand the why of the parish uh, and its ministries, uh, then they're more likely to move on to those next pillars, if that makes sense. All of our parishes already practice hospitality on some level. We have greeters at the doors. We have ways we like to welcome newcomers. But Father Jones said there are ways to take this practice much further. In fact, our parishes should feel like our families. As a parish, we're a family. And how do families interact with each other? Um, Families invite, families spend time, families know one another personally. And even in our largest parishes, you can have that element um, and you can have that sort of undergirding idea. And that's really what hospitality gets to. You know, if I ask you to sign up for something and you sign up to be a reader or to work with the altar linens or work funeral dinners or help with the fish fries and nobody ever calls you back, well, that's a breach of hospitality because that person feels like they put themselves out there and then never, that they weren't valued enough to be called back. So really valuing human relationships, valuing the idea that our parishes are families, not just factories for the sacrament, not just places where we send our kids to school, um, but really places where we're all called to grow together. Um, that's kind of the undergirding principle. In many ways, this work begins by asking ourselves how we, as individuals, can better practice hospitality in our own lives and our communities, and how we serve our parishes. Well, it's, it's, it's easier said than done, first of all, um, but it's so important. You know, and I always uh, like to go back to the scriptures themselves, especially the gospels. You know, when, when Jesus calls his disciples and says to them, follow me. But then we also see what those disciples do in response to that, right? So I'm thinking particularly of uh, Philip, who's been called by Jesus to be a disciple, who then goes to his buddy, Nathaniel, and says to him, hey, you know, I found the Messiah. Um, and he comes from Nazareth. And, Naz and Nathaniel at first is like, what the heck? You know, nothing good comes from Nazareth. But what does Philip say to him? Come and see. Come and see. He invites him personally uh, to be involved in a deeper relationship with God 
through meeting Jesus. And we know that Nathaniel does that, and next thing you know, Nathaniel's a disciple too. Um, so it really all comes down to invitation and human relations, you know. And we as Catholics sometimes really like to compartmentalize our faith. Uh, you know, my relationship with with the Lord and me, um, and I go to Mass for a week, um, um, uh, not a week, for a, an hour every week, um, and then I'm going to get to the parking lot as quickly as I can um, and get out of the parking lot to avoid traffic, fair enough, um, and then uh, not be back until the next week. <clears throat> But what we're saying is to be a Catholic is to be a disciple. Uh, and to be a disciple is to be more than just attending mass once a week for 45 minutes to an hour, depending on how long your priest preaches. Um, it's about engaging and inviting others. And so now's the perfect time because with COVID, uh, we have a lot of our Catholics who just kind of never have made it back to mass. And so how can a parish, and when I say a parish, I mean all the people of the parish, um, invite those people into a deeper relationship to come back. Well, yeah, you can put stuff in the bulletin, but if they're not coming to mass, they're not seeing the bulletin. You can put stuff on your social media. Well, that's good too. But the best way to do it is for people to contact people. Um, and that means it starts with the pastor, uh, but it also means all the other disciples in the parish who are actively engaged still saying, how can we say, come and see, um, we want you, we value you, uh, and we need you around in order to make our parish thrive. As we work on our own hospitality, and trying to be good stewards of God's gifts, it's important for us to also look forward to the Catholic stewardship renewal process that will happen across our diocese in October. Father Jones shared what this process is and how it differs from the traditional stewardship appeal that we've now ended. The Catholic stewardship renewal, in contrast to the Catholic stewardship appeal, most people are familiar with the Catholic stewardship appeal, that diocesan driven sort of request in October for folks to support the work of the diocese. And that's, and that's going away, right? So being replaced with a local level drive in their parishes, which is the Catholic stewardship renewal, uh, which all parishes will be doing at the same time, which is coordinated and facilitated by the Office of Stewardship, but which is implemented in each individual parish. And basically, it's not dissimilar from what many of our parishes already do. It's a time in October in which we ask people to renew their relationship with their parish by pledging um, and committing to giving of their time, their participation, uh, their talent, you know, their attendance at mass, and their uh, material gifts, their material pledge. Um, and we're asking people to actually pledge to it and put it down in writing every single year um, because that's their way of saying, hey, I'm a member of this parish and I am supportive of its vision and its mission, and I am willing to say I am those things and put my time, my talent, my treasure behind it. So that's kind of what will happen. It'll be uh, done throughout the entire diocese at the same time. I mean, it's meant to help our parishes grow and thrive um, and know what resources they have and what they don't and kind of identify the areas where they are doing really, really well, um, but also identify those areas in which they can do better. As we look ahead to the Catholic Stewardship Renewal in October, Father Jones gave some ideas for what we can do to prepare. I really compare this process very, very similarly to uh, Lent and Easter. So think about what you do in Lent. In Lent, you examine your life. You know, you see what you're doing well, you see what you're not doing well, you go to confession, you fast, you pray, you alms give, all those things which are important to Lent. And then when Easter comes, and you're at your Easter mass, vigil or uh, otherwise, uh, the priest stands up 
you know, and says something to the effect that, you know, now that our Lenten observance has ended, let us all stand and reaffirm our faith, right? And so we stand and reaffirm our baptismal promises. You know, do you renounce Satan? Do you believe in God the Father Almighty? All these things. And we all stand up, we do it joyfully. Nobody gripes about standing up and renewing their baptismal promises. And then we all get sprinkled by holy water at the end, right? It's kind of a, an extra little gift. Um, CSR is kind of like that. Like right now, folks should be um, looking at how active they are. You know, what do I do in the parish? Um, how do I uh, give of myself to the parish? How's my mass attendance? You know, am I, am I really, really striving to live as a faithful Catholic by attending mass every weekend and holy day of obligation? Am I supporting the mission of the parish with my, with my treasure? If so, how well am I doing with that? Can I do more? Uh, do I need to do less? You know, those sorts of things. So people can really begin asking themselves these spiritual questions now um, about how they're living stewardship so that when the CSR comes, kind of like when Easter comes, they can stand up and say, yes, I am behind the mission of the parish. Yes, I believe in this parish. Yes, I boldly proclaim that I am part of this parish. And so really those two things, it's a very spiritual thing. Is it administrative? Yeah, it is. Because it's important for father to know and the finance council to know what they're working with in terms of income and budget. It's important for ministry leaders to know who wants to do what and follow up with them and, and engage them. That's another part of hospitality. Uh, but really, it's also pretty, pretty doggone spiritual. I would like to thank Father Jones for taking his time to discuss stewardship and hospitality with us this month. Next month, we will be back with Father Jones again to talk about prayer, the second pillar of stewardship. If you would like more information about our stewardship process, you can find it on our website, diojeffcity.org slash stewardship. This website includes contact information for Father Jones and Associate Director of Stewardship, Trish Lutz, and they both welcome your calls and emails if you have questions. Thank you all for listening.